Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the DC Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast Secret Dump Edition. Natasha, how you doing? Moshe, how do you all how are you all like always in a good mood? I am performing on the podcast. <laughs> I consider this a performance. What about you, Natasha? How are you always in a bad mood? I consider this just like me. I I feel like people appreciate if you're just you. But the truth is, what am I a newscaster? What am I like a weather a weather girl? You're a podcaster. Okay. The truth is, Natasha, I am in a good mood most of the time. I think I am. I try to maintain a positive mental attitude as much as possible. Because it is the secret to a good life. Is it the recipe? Well, the recipe to true and lasting happiness is a <laughs> song that we found by a man named, what is his name? R.E. Cup? And no, that's not the name. What is his name? R.E. Rogi. That's his name. He's R.E. Cool, Rogi. He, a and lot of his songs are really good. He's a palm, this is a genre of music we just found out about. Palm wine musician. Palm wine. Did you look up what that means? Yes, it's a it's a Trinidadian um Trinidadian influenced African light and light and lilty um, party music from I think Africa. But anyway, what's palm wine taste like? I don't know, but I know what some. those songs taste like: mm. happiness. And he says, if you want to be happy, the recipe for a and we've been doing this by the way with our child every day. The recipe for a true and lasting happiness in the morning when you wake up. Well, he's these are the lyrics. Moshe's going to in the morning when you wake up. Take a deep breath, exhale, say, I am happy. I love my family. Oh, because I love me. I love my family and 
my neighbors and associates and my associates <laughs> see i'm performing and you are I was trying to help you out honey and my associates and all humanity and you know what hmm. it actually works doing that in the morning makes you in a better mood for seven minutes yeah but that's seven good minutes so you get your day right Get you on the right the right track. Hey, I guess things are good, right? I mean, I remember sitting on this couch and we didn't know what was happening. We didn't know if we could leave our houses after 8 p.m. And now we do know what is happening <laughs> and it is a fascist creep in this country. Anyway, the point is you might as well try to be happy and maintain a positive mental attitude because there's one thing that's true about me, Natasha. What's that? I love myself. I love my family. I love my neighbors and my associates and all of humanity. You love your neighbors? I love some of my neighbors. Okay. Yeah, some of my neighbors I, I do have a, a fond affection for, and some of them are awful. I mean, what, what, what can you do? Shall we read a question from one of our listeners who wrote in? Yes, let's do it. All right. I will say... You pick it, most. Do I have to listen to all of my mom's ideas if she is paying for the wedding? <laughs> this is a great one. Um, yes, I think you should listen to all of her ideas and yeah. do the same thing that we do when we're like getting notes from a network or something. Like when I've worked on a TV show that I'm in charge of, you, you, you smile and you nod and you say, okay, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me take a look at that. Yeah. Let me consider that. That's okay. smart, Natasha. Cool idea. All right. Well, let me just, we can't, I'm going to pick the ones that I love the best, but please just anyone's yep. let me know, write, write them down. Then she's heard. And then you practice boundaries with your mother and you say, you know, just so you know, mom, I'm so appreciative that you're paying for this wedding, but I just want you to know it's really important to me that it still feels like my wedding. Oh, Natasha, so wisdom dropping. I, I would love to hear all of your ideas and everything, but, you know, just promise me that, you know, that you'll trust that I'm going to make the best decisions oh, for my wedding. These are driplets of wisdom coming right now, and Natasha. And then, you know, maybe she does know a few things and maybe she doesn't. Well, that's my only addendum to what you're saying is when and if your mom gives you an idea that you're going to use, gush, be effusive, be like, oh my God, mom, I love that. That is such a good idea. I'm doing that. We're definitely doing that. Oh yeah, you that. should definitely do one. Yeah, whatever they, there's going to be a lot that you are like, that sounds good. And she's paying for it. So like transparency is good and ask her, um, her, if, if you have something you have a question about, ask her your thoughts, you know, maybe there's ways that you'd like to like, you know, save money. Like I, I, I just kept telling people cause everyone kept trying to upsell, upsell me. And it was so annoying. It was like, I would get a quote on chairs and they're like, wood chairs are $2. Plastic wood chairs are $3. White wood chairs are $5. That if, you know, it was like, everything was like a tier. And then the food, it was like, if they canopied them, like everything just got more expensive. And I was like, what is just the easiest thing for people to eat? And just making it more easy. I think. I think every wedding that has a, a meal is a bust. <laughs> Is a bus. Nobody wants to have fucking... You think it should be like socially, stand yes. around, grab something delicious yes. from, a, from like, even from a food truck. We had food trucks. We had caterers doing Mexican. It was like anytime where it's like, now it's time to sit down and eat the boiled chicken. It's just like, <laughs> get me the fuck out of here. No. Well, but that's what mom's like. So that's the thing. You have to, uh, you have to fight them on that. And, yep. um, yep. Cause it does kind of like put a little bit of like a, a, a thud into the flow. 
I got one more suggestion. And then you're telling people where they can sit. If you take Natasha's suggestion and you say to basically exactly what Natasha said, because it was so filled to the brim with wisdom, and, and she's like kind of saying, no, I'm paying for the wedding, so you have to take my suggestions, you can't let your mother pay for the wedding you have to find some other way go to the forest do a free thing whatever it is because that now your mom is buying power that is such a funny thing that moms dream of planning a wedding uh, unreal yeah i didn't want to plan my own wedding listen and take the suggestions that she gives that you can that you can take and compliment them and, and and tell her it's your own day if she pushes back on it being your own day you got to find another way because you don't want that. She's going to ruin it. She's just going to try to make it an old lady party. Is that what you want? It's not her wedding. This is what these people don't understand. It's not her wedding. It's not your wedding. It's your wedding person that wrote in. It's for you. No one else. You. All right. Let's hear a secret. Let's do it. Hi. Um, I am from Oklahoma, tragically, and our governor currently Kevin Stitt is a real piece of shit. And my secret is that I kind of think he's hot and it's really uncomfortable because he's a real piece of shit. And I've never said it out loud. And I'm honestly not sure that I feel any better, but maybe I will after I hang up. Thanks so much. Bye. Her okay. secret is that her governor is a piece of shit. And she wants to fuck him. Oh, right. Okay, I mean, interesting. I don't know. Take a look. Ew. I mean, yeah, what weird. The fuck. I guess I get. Wait, I let get, me see that. That's a little better. Oh, he's like um. Ugh, Republican I can handsome. Already smell his cologne. You know those people that you like, you hug, and then it's like still in your hair, like. Uh huh. This, yeah, I, see, I can sort of see it. I mean, oh, the, I bet he's tall. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. I mean, the thing is. Being attracted to a piece of shit is not abnormal. It's, it's kind of like, like Rob Riggle, but Rob Riggle's cute. Yeah, it's like... He's kind of like that tall, like he could play chisel like... Chisel man. He looks yeah. like a football man. But this guy's not that chiseled. I mean, the thing and is... He, Rob's way cuter. Having a sexual fantasy about a piece of shit is not he that unusual. He has fangs, too. I don't know if you noticed this. Oh, he has fangs? Let me see. Yeah. Oh, this man... Oh, I do see it. He is a bit of a vampire. <laughs> Oh, interesting. Maybe he has cursed you. That's kind of interesting. Don't get close to him, actually, because he could totally take your life force from you. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. Uh, but I, I, I don't think you should judge yourself too much because being fa- having a sexual fantasy about an evil person is, uh, is not only normal, it's actually my day-to-day sexual reality. I don't, I've never had a sexual thing for an evil person. Right. Well, I have, and it's literally the person that I committed to and the only person I have sex with currently. I'm really sorry, Mosh. It's all good. I'm just saying it's normal. All right, let's hear another secret. Hi, this is a secret for you. My company has a direct access to the roof um, and my boyfriend and I, we used that direct access one night to have a date night. And we might have gotten down and dirty on the roof. And whenever I'm at work having a bad day, I just think about the time that I sucked his cock and he ate me out on the roof of my job. That's my secret. Dude, yes. I mean, that's just a hard yes. Yeah, we should all be doing more things like that. Fuck yeah. 
And that's just awesome. I just love that you have that memory to detract, distract you from the bad parts of work. And also that you have sex with someone who's also down to do that. Because some people are like, oh, someone will see. Are there cameras? Because then you're like, what's the worst thing that could happen? All right, Natasha, I get it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> you actually aren't the type of person who would be down for that much. You know what? No if, offense. I know you think you would be, but um, I would suggest it and you'd be like, uh, no, it depends on the definitely depends on the building. Okay. It depends on the, the layout of the building. You know, we've never made love outdoors. The two of us, have we? Of course we have. We have where? I don't know. Don't we go camping all the time? Yeah. In an RV is not outdoors. Oh, I don't know. Outdoors is outdoors. Um, I don't sure think we, we ever have. have. I don't think we have. Hmm. Got to do something about that. All right. Well, let's do it. Uh, lady, could you call us back and give the address of your company business <laughs> with the direct access to the roof? Because I'm going to eat my wife out. I'm going to eat her out. I'm going to munch it on down. I just hope she's going to suck my cock. Eat her out. Eat her out. What a weird. That was a little like. I liked it. I liked it. She decided she would get dirty. She would right. lean into the memory. I like it. You know, now most people say go down on me, but mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. eat me out. Eat me out. <laughs> eat me out. I love it. I, I, I don't hate it. All right. One well, another. Let's let's. All right. Uh, can we hear another Moshe? That sounds great. Hey, Moshe and Natasha I'm calling because I have a secret about misplacing people's things as a way of gaslighting them and then subsequently forgiving me in some way. So the first example is that when I was like 13, my mom grounded me. I forget why, maybe like, who knows, back talking. And she kept her wedding ring on this little elephant ring holder um, right above the kitchen sink. And I really needed her to forgive me and unground me. So I, I made it look like the ring holder had fallen and I, put the ring on the floor under the sink where it would be hard to find and she was like freaking out Bitch. She was like, oh no my ring's gone and then i quote unquote found it see by looking uh. under the sink and saying here it is and then she was so happy she ungrounded me so that was the best example but it also happens like with my roommates and stuff i'll borrow something of theirs nothing big like for example a lighter and then they'll be like, where's my lighter? And I won't say anything. And I'll find it and put it back, but I'll put it back somewhere like a little different, like maybe on the floor under the chair it was next to. So it just seems like it fell. That's it. I I love that this woman's life is a, a an intricate game of getting people to like her a little better by finding objects. Well, the thing she did to her mom, that's pretty smart. It was smart. For a kid to do that. And it clearly set... Um, a pattern in motion where she was going to do it for the rest of her life. Well, you would hope that that would maybe transfer into like, you know, her being like a really good lawyer or something. But unfortunately, she just kept hiding lighters. <laughs> Give us a call if you'd like to leave a secret. 213-222-8608. Or if it's too complicated, send us an email and we'll give you a call maybe yeah it's endless honeymoon pod at gmail.com join our patreon watch us on youtube we love you come see natasha on her book tour come see me live at the raleigh well it's actually tomorrow night in brooklyn if there's still tickets and the next weekend in raleigh charlie goodnight talk to you later everybody no what about me i got dc i got philly i got chicago i got 
my hometown, my spiritual hometown, Brea. Brea, California, baby girl. I got New York. Did I mention Denver? You Come didn't. see me. I'm going to be reading for my book. It's going to be fun. I'm going to be... Uh, She's yeah. going to be doing stand-up. It's going to be heck of fun. All right. And in Thank New York, you. Rachel Brosnan, she's the one that is interviewing Natasha. It's going to be really fun. Okay. I really suggest it. And also pre-order that book. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye.